Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Will Marin. Coming back to you from my hot tub on this podcast, which I have named Eternal Context. And, uh, yeah, I think this is episode four, maybe, or something along those lines close to number four something like that and um yeah so today i would like to discuss um being a control freak as uh, some people have called it and um i want to talk about whether or not it's a good thing or a bad thing um to be a control freak what does it mean to be a control freak Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Um, I guess let me first start off this segment by, um, explaining why I'm interested in discussing this. And it's because I think, uh, sometimes I have a tendency to... Um, display the attributes of what some people might refer to as a control freak. So what are those attributes? They are um, being somebody who likes to make decisions um, for themselves especially. And I think this is actually an important distinction um, which I will get into more depth in a minute. Um, But just briefly, there are people who are really who really care about making decisions for themselves but don't try to control other people and then there are people who not only want to make decisions for themselves but want to make decisions for everybody else which um in my opinion is where uh the freak aspect of control freak starts to um become emphasized Um, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with uh, wanting to have control of your life. Um, But when you start trying to control other people in like a forceful sort of way, because of course you can always try to persuade people and convince them, but um, and that's different than trying to control them, but trying to forcibly control their life and make decisions for them, that's where um, I think you can make a big mistake and, and start ruining your social uh, perspectives, your your social relationships. Um, so um, I know I was listing things off there. I kind of forget what I was going for there. Um, oh yes, why why I was saying why I decided to um, discuss this particular topic. Um, so yeah, I I, th- I think I have tendencies sometimes to. Uh, want to be in control um but like i said um i try to be very mindful of not uh trying to control other people just keeping you know maintaining control over my own life but not necessarily letting that um leak into other people's lives now of course um our individual lives are sort of inseparable in a sense from the people that we interact with on a daily basis because they are basically part of our lives 
but um, I think to a large extent you can have uh, two free individuals who's who have individual lives um, come together and have a relationship and I think those are the, the healthiest relationships um, by the way I am currently drinking a uh, Corona which is a, a light beer I guess you you could call it a pale ale perhaps um, yeah it's not bad so not, not the best beer I've ever had but uh, definitely not bad okay so um let's see i want to uh use a different word for control freak um (laughs) because to be honest personally i don't really like the term control freak um i don't like that it has a negative connotation um i don't like the way it sounds it just sounds kind of ugly to me but it is a provocative term, um, which is probably why I'll use it in the um, title of this episode, because, you know, using provocative language tends to get people's attention, right? And that's part of making a podcast is uh, getting attention so people are actually listening to you. Um, I mean, I, I personally, I'm partially doing this podcast for myself, as a way for me to learn myself and know more about myself. But um, I also do want uh, to share it with other people. So I, I want listeners. So uh, using provocative language in the title is a good way to do that. Um, anyways, I sort of going on tangents as always. So yes, I want to use a different term for control freak something that has a more positive connotation and i thought about this very briefly before i hit record on this podcast and um the first thing that came to mind was uh leader so of course in 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 the english language and in english culture um or english speaking culture i guess i should say um there's you know certainly a difference between a control freak and a leader right a leader someone who's a leader is uh that that has a positive connotation to it it's someone who's smart and charismatic and usually when people refer to someone as a good leader they also are insinuating that that person um has a strong ethical code that they live by they have a good morality um whereas someone who has a control freak it usually has a negative connotation usually means someone who is overstepping their boundaries trying to control other people by forceful means um it usually has a connotation of somebody who is not very pleasant to be around but that being said I do think that, um, excuse me, beer beer makes me burp a lot, which is kind of gross and not probably the best thing to do while doing a podcast, but, uh, you know, I'm new here, so what do you expect? I also don't, I'm also a pretty casual person, so uh, 
you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. So, um, I do think that, uh, control freaks, or quote-unquote control freaks, and leaders do have some similarities. And I think one of those similarities is the desire to um, take charge, to take initiative, to um, show people what they think is the right way to go. Now, there's it's a fine line, I think, between leading somebody and trying to control them. Um, you could say that perhaps somebody, the difference between a good leader and a control freak is just someone who a good, you know, a good leader has found a way to um, control you in a, in such a, in a better way, in such a way that you don't feel like you're being controlled. Um, you know, it's, it's similar to the, uh, the, the, uh, the phrase or the saying that, um, a good salesman is, is a salesman who can sell you something without you feeling like you're being sold anything. It's like they, they convince you that you actually want or need what they're trying to sell you. Um, And the sales, the salesman sort of introduces you to the product, and then disappears as soon as possible, so that um, you th- you kind of it's kind of like incepting the idea in your own mind, right? Like the movie Inception. Uh, the the salesman, in a slick way, introduces you to the idea of the product, and then before you know it, you've forgotten about the salesman, and you're just in relationship with the product. Um, so a leader, a good leader is, is similar in, in the way that like they try to, they show you the way, but then they encourage you and make you feel smart and, uh, strong as if you discovered it yourself. Whereas a control freak is just perhaps someone who's, who's trying to lead you, but in, in a, in a, in a way that is like too obviously trying to um, convince you or persuade you of something. So, anyways, um, I would like to think of myself as a leader and not as a control freak, but I do think that control freaks and leaders are similar, and a, someone who is a control freak might just be someone who is a leader who is attempting to lead in a way that is not working in in whatever environment they find themselves in. Um, I think when you find someone who you think is a control freak, it's possible that they, that, that deep down in their soul is a good leader somewhere in there, you know, a strong, good leader, but they just haven't found the right method of going about their leadership or they haven't excuse me found um their they're, they're not strong enough in their ethical code or, or their morality um
Now, I want to give a, a shout out to um, this writer. His name is Zat Rana. That's uh, Z-A-T space R-A-N-A. Pretty sure that's the right spelling. Um, he posts a lot of articles on Medium. It's Medium is an app. It's also a website, uh, medium.com. And um, he recently, Zat, recently uh, released an article um, entitled something, I don't forget the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of um, asynchronicity uh, is what makes us who we are, or, or something like that. Um, it was about this idea of asynchronicity. Or to use another word, um, individuation. And asynchronicity slash individuation is basically this idea that you are who you are because you're different than everything else. Because you're different than the people around you. Because you're different than mainstream culture. And that's how you have any sense of self. That's how you know who you are and who you're not. And I want to relate this idea back to the idea of a, of a control freak. Because I think, and, and also back to the idea of a leader. Because I think... Um, I think somebody who is a control freak is basically someone who is really into the idea, whether they know it or not, of asynchronicity. They really like the idea of being an individual of having a very distinct self, sense of self that is different than the world. You know, they're they're putting up sort of a, a barrier between themselves and what they're experiencing. They're they're defining who they are very rigidly, and they're attempting to not let themselves get lost in the world. Shout out to Kanye West. I love uh, Lost in the World by Kanye West. It's a great song. So, there is an idea in spirituality, in metaphysics, in philosophy, that... The self is disattached or um, unattached from the physical world. You could also say that the self is another word for the soul. And that the soul or the self is basically the witness, the experiencer, the observer, the dreamer of the physical world, 
or the dream world. And that ultimately the self or the soul is not defined by or is not attached to the physical world or the dream world because the self is eternal and the physical world is ever-changing. And so from that perspective, the only thing that's actually real is the self. Now, you can transcend this and say, well, everything is ultimately one, and that's the philosophy of non-duality, which is that there is no separation between the self and the physical world, that the self is the physical world and the physical world is the self, that everything you're experiencing now is who you are, and who you are is always changing forever. Now. I don't subscribe to to one of these philosophies. I subscribe to both of them. Um, I think they're both true. It just depends on how you look at it. So, and I, I also think that balance is really important. Um, keeping your mind open to all sorts of different ideas and being able to balance those ideas in your mind without falling too deeply into any one of them because then you then you if you fall too deeply into it into one idea then you're at the risk of becoming an ideologue um somebody said in the past i don't know who it was but somebody said that wisdom is the ability to hold contradictory views in your mind simultaneously and I don't think that that's all wisdom is, but that's certainly a part of it. So to bring this back to the main subject of what it is to be a control freak, um, I think being a control freak, or, or somebody who is a control freak, is somebody who is trying very with 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 much effort to practice asynchronicity to individuate themselves or become an individual they're sort of trying to solidify who they are they're trying to solidify their ego and someone who we label as a control freak is perhaps somebody who is out of balance in this regard. Yes, the self is eternal and the physical world is ephemeral, but also everything is ephemeral because the self is the physical world. And the control freak perhaps is somebody who has fallen too deeply into the idea that the self is the real thing and the world is somehow inferior to the self and so they've put they, they've made their main mission to be to solidify themselves 
and to assert themselves into the world. And what ends up happening is they assert themselves too strongly so that they are impeding on all the other beings and all the other creations in the world. They're getting a little bit too big-headed and it's disrupting the natural flow of the world. Now, of course, you know, some people end up being in some ways successful in the in this endeavor. Um, to name to name one very obvious example, uh, Hitler, Adolf Hitler, was very clearly a control freak based on his story. Right? It's pretty obvious that he was desperate and determined for control. However, um, just because he found some success in his endeavor doesn't mean that he was right in doing so. Right? So Adolf Hitler did not, he didn't achieve his ultimate goal probably, of like world domination basically, but he did have a substantial impact on the world. He certainly asserted his ego pretty strongly. And so in some sense, that is, he was successful in some sense. Um, I guess he was successful in the sense of a musician who isn't the most famous musician musician in the world but they're still a millionaire and they're still they still have millions of followers for example a leader on the other hand a good leader because I, I need to um, differentiate leader from good leader because of course Adolf Hitler was a leader but I would not categorize him as a good leader in fact I think he was a well he from from a moral perspective he was a terrible terrible leader from a purely pragmatic perspective if if you're considering pragmatism to be basically just getting closer to your to your goal um of course he was a pretty pretty good leader uh but his of course his morality was all twisted so a good leader somebody who i would say is a good leader is somebody who is has reached a perfect or, or maybe not perfect that's a strong word but has has reached a good balance between asserting themselves in the world but also recognizing that their ego is not the most important or the center or um, you know the ultimate goal of the universe um, you know it, it doesn't matter who you are as a human being uh, your ego as a human being is not the ultimate goal of the universe it is one of many goals it is one of infinite goals 
but um, if you can truly recognize that the universe is infinite then you can clearly see that uh, whatever your name is my name is Will for example that the universe is way bigger than Will and Will is not the ultimate goal of the universe in the same way that the dinosaurs weren't the ultimate goal of Earth the dinosaurs they had their time and now humans have their time and someday humans will uh, the, the, the time of the humans or the age of the humans will come to an end whether that be because we go extinct or whether that be because we morph into cyborgs um, as, uh, no, as Yuval Noah Harari says um, we become homo deus which is basically um, uh, men of gods or gods of men or whatever um, because homo means man and deus means god so man god or god man um, <laughs> eventually human humanity at least at the very least as we know it will come to an end so somebody's somebody who is a good leader is somebody who um, Has, has found a balance between asserting themselves as an ego into the world but also observing nature and letting nature take its course because of course we we as human beings we do have some ability to change the world every day we do little things that change the world in some way but we are not all-powerful gods as human beings right we are we, ha we are, our power is limited you know I, I can't just um, start flying to Saturn you know and, and perhaps you know if you go to the the pinnacle of metaphysics or the pinnacle of spirituality um, you could argue well actually you could fly to Saturn you just don't believe that you can, so you won't. And that is basically the universe setting a limitation upon itself. Which is ultimately true, I would ultimately agree with that. But if I'm if I'm playing the human game like everyone else, then of course I'm not gonna claim that I can fly to Saturn because that would that would be cheating, basically. That that would be like entering a cheat code. That would be um, that wouldn't be within the, the scope of the game. In, until it is, of course, which, which is the, that's the cool thing about ego death, and you know, ultimately physical death, is that what it reveals is that um, you actually can break the game because you are actually all powerful, and that this is all in your mind. Everything here is all in your mind. But you know, a lot of people, a lot of humans don't want to hear that because it threatens the limitations that they've put on themselves. And we are, in a sense, defined by our limitations. So telling someone that they are actually not limited, uh, some people will smile and, and laugh and feel relieved to realize that they are infinite. Um, but other people will uh, get angry or afraid. Um, I've even had people get get like, like literally aggressive towards me from uh, talking about infinity and and 
you know, the ultimate uh, infinite power of the universe. So, anyways, um, <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty much everything I wanted to talk about um, for now. I think uh, I'm definitely gonna get some guests on this podcast soon. Um, I think it'll get pretty boring if I just continue talking to myself. I also don't, I haven't done any marketing on the podcast yet, so there's probably nobody listening unless someone accidentally found this. Um, so I'm still sort of basically talking to myself and just, um, exploring this idea as a podcast. Um, I will probably eventually start routinely marketing the thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one thing to have an idea and it's another thing to, um, actually put the time and energy into making it a reality. So, uh, you know, I'm still just exploring like who I want to be as a person and who I want to be as an artist, how I want to express myself, um, to the world. Um... And yeah, I mean, I, I even like was thinking about if I should use a different name online because, you know, that's the cool thing about the internet is you can sort of recreate yourself. But I, I ultimately decided it's probably just easier to just use my real name because it's the name that I've been going with my whole life. It's the name that my parents gave me. It's, um, it just feels like who I am, you know, so... Anywho, um, but if, if there is anybody listening to this, um, feel free to go to willmarin.com. That is W-I-L-L-M-A-R-I-N.com. It should be in the description of this podcast anyways. Um, and also, uh, you know, on that website, you'll find all the links to my social medias and um, other things that I'm doing in the world and on the internet. So... Uh, yeah, and also subscribe to the podcast if, if you like what you're hearing, because I'll be doing this regularly. Um, so yeah, happy new year, happy 2020 to everyone, and um, it's going to be a good year. Peace out.